Love this podcast? Be sure to subscribe and leave a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at it's like this pod, the number one, or on Twitter at it's underscore like underscore this underscore the number one underscore. You can send your questions for the hosts to answer to it's like this pod, the number one at gmail.com. And remember, there are no stupid questions, just stupid people. Hello and welcome to. (laughs) (laughs) Cut, cut, So in who's who of who was available for the coronation, uh, apparently the British royal family has managed to get Katy Perry. Wow. Some real A-listers there, huh? Mm, That's what I got to say about that. Um, Well, okay. So you're going to need a whack-ass singer performer for this whack-ass event and i guess the british people really really want to hear off-key singing and robotic clumsy dancing and a wonky eyelash Hello there. I I want to take a moment to talk to you about Dear Dean Magazine from Dear Dean Publishing, my favorite subscription-only monthly digital magazine. It's got subscriber-generated content about politics, pop culture, travel, family, pets, and poetry and wellness articles and features, contributor articles from nationally recognized journalists, writers, and artists, and provides opportunities for novice writers and authors and other contributors to share their voice, talents, and words. Did I mention that it's completely free? Dear Dean Magazine provides free advert space for small creators, authors, and podcasters, fulfilling its vision that some art should always be free. It's owned and operated by Myron J. Clifton and is designed and distributed by Katya J. Lerner at Buzzword Consulting. Visit deardean.com slash subscribe to get signed up. Hello, and welcome to It's Like This, your one-stop shop for everything pop. Culture, that is. I'm Eliane. And I am an influencer pretending to be at Coachella this weekend. Ah, yes. We're there. We're totally there. Yes. We are coming to you live from Coachella. And those sirens that you may or may not hear in the background, those aren't New York City ambulances. No, they're just (laughs) sound effects from Coachella. (laughs) 
So um, b- before we go any further into this episode, mm-hmm. um, I believe, Miss Lady, you have some news. And now, some breaking news. gosh so it was just spring break it's 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 sunday night tonight you guys are going to be listening tomorrow on monday but it is officially the end of spring break and i have to report this was my very best spring break of all goddamn time because a bitch got engaged yes so excited (laughs) i'm a fiance (laughs) She is affianced. Affianced. <laughs> Excited. Yes. And she is currently wearing a small ice skating rink. Ah, it's so shiny and pretty. She's a pretty, pretty girl. <laughs> Quite. So how was your week? Um, it was good. It was good. Um, got some things done. Um, you know, moved moved my laundry to another part of the laundry room. Haven't done it yet, but it's it's not right in the middle of the floor anymore. So there's that. I mean, well, there you go. <laughs> That's progress. That means yes. you 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 move some things around. You did some things. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I got got back home yesterday, really, and I just slept all day. And today I did do a little bit of cleaning, getting myself ready for work tomorrow. But I I didn't do a not a one little tiny bit of schoolwork, and I'm so happy. Good for you. I am milking this. Uh, vacation till its last drop. So here we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a week. There's been a lot of stuff going on. We've got so, so much. We've got a lot to week. talk about. Yeah. So we're just going to get right on into it. We're just going to get into it. Um, you know, just getting some bad news out of the way. Um, it was announced that Jamie Foxx was hospitalized with some quote unquote medical complications we don't really know what those medical complications are but it seems a little serious the amount of people that have been you know sharing their positive thoughts and saying we hope he gets better soon just kind of leads me to believe this is this is something a little serious so we hope that he recovers from whatever is ailing him and that he does so soon yeah, it was um, one of the quotes given by the family was uh, that like the next morning they said he was now communicating. Uh, and that mm. leads me to believe that he may have possibly had a stroke. Right. Whatever it is, it seems serious. So we we just we hope he gets better soon. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, in in other kind of uh, bad news over the weekend, uh, Drake Bell was reported missing and endangered. He has he has now been found. He is safe. He is fine. Uh, last we heard, he was speaking with authorities. Um, so we're we're glad that that is. Yeah, that was a bit tense there for a few hours. Yeah, because for the police to release that statement that he's missing and endangered that's a that's a interesting term to use so there had to be because i know like there a period of time has to pass before you can file a missing persons report mm. and then you know to to say that he is also endangered there had to have been like some kind of evidence to show that he's he wasn't safe Right. They they must have known that there was something, but but he's he's been found, he's communicating with police, he is safe. So that's good. Um, but can I tell you though, Greg, you know who is not safe right now? Netflix is not safe right now. (laughs) The internet is going to destroy them if this love is blind live reunion doesn't start soon. So <laughs> it is currently 8.43 on Sunday. This reunion was supposed to start airing at 8. 
And it's oh, still just no. sitting there with a screen saying, there's an issue with the live stream. Hang tight. We're trying to fix it. It's like, you're a streaming service. How could there be an issue with this with the live stream? This is embarrassing. Who was it? It reminds me of whose who's verses was it that like they had all those technical issues? Oh my gosh. I feel like it was two two guy groups. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who was it? But it's it's very <laughs> it's much gonna that. bother me. Yes, it's it's very much giving that. And so I was, you know, joking around saying this is this is the next big scandal that's gonna bring us all together. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because we're all mad at Netflix. Somebody tweeted, now we all deserve to, to share the same one password. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The, the entire world. <laughs> now going to have one Netflix password and Netflix is not going to say shit about it. Nope. I'm mad. I want my money back. <laughs> I want my money back for this month. That's right. <laughs> it was supposed to be so juicy. It was like they they hyped it up so much. It's the first live reunion, you know, no holds bar. And, and part of me is like, is somebody already fighting? <laughs> somebody already like. Somebody dead? Like... <laughs> what happened? <laughs> oh, how funny. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> so, so, so speaking of uh, TV, uh, there's, mm. there's some TV news uh, that has come out. Um, the next season of American Horror Story was announced uh, mm. recently. Uh, it's, it's subtitle is delicate and hmm. apparently um emma roberts is set to star as is kim kardashian yeah that's that's an interesting one um cancel, it. cancel the fucking show yeah it's all We're it's done. it's yeah i don't i i don't know who asked for this i Not me I didn't ask for this. I don't think anybody else asked for it. Definitely that guy who's got the Kim Kardashian ruined my life website. He did definitely didn't ask for that. So right. apparently she's a big, big crook too. Um, Over an emoji. Yeah. The Kim emoji app that was kind of uh, really popular a few years back. That like idea was minutes? stolen huh. from a man who's now living out of his car when he tried to get the rights back to his intellectual property the kardashians countersued him with the weight of all of their fancy lawyers and he was ordered to pay their their lawyer fees up in the four hundred thousand dollar range and he that doesn't have that amount of money led to him getting divorced, losing his house. He's living out of his car. Yikes. Yikes. And, and <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I don't know what else to say about this fucking family that has not already been said. Ugh. On this show. On this show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I just see, I remember a listener asked why, I hate the Kardashians so much. This is a prime example Shit like of this. what I'm talking about. It's like for one second, you might forget that they're horrible, terrible people. And then they do something to remind you all over again, how yes. fucking terrible and horrible they are. So true to form. There they go. There it is. <laughs> Just earning my ire. <laughs> and in other TV news and in other TV news, news that nobody fucking asked for ah. uh hbo max has announced that there will be a harry potter television show uh based on the books with uh famous transphobe jk rowling set to executive produce and people are pissed and rightfully so i'm i'm in a very hard place with this because I absolutely am a longtime fan of the Harry Potter universe before you know JK came out as the 
freaking turf that she is. She's a terrible human being, but God damn it, she wrote a really great fucking series of books. And I still love the fandom and I know I shouldn't and I don't want to support, but part of me is like, I have to watch, but also I don't want to support her. So I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we're, we're still, we're still a few years off from it. They're still very much in pre-production, you know, I mean, I don't think she's going to rehab her image in that time. She, she's not oh, interested. No, absolutely she does not. not give a fuck. And that's what yeah. we have to come to terms with is she doesn't, she's, she's not apologetic about how hateful she is yes. towards trans people. She, she really does not, you know, part of me almost wishes that, that it had been a series to begin with, because you know, that when it comes to books, it's much easier to get everything in, to get all the little nuances in when it's a show as opposed to a movie. So that's the only part about it that I kind of wish it was done the opposite way. I I, I, I feel that. Um, I J.K. Rowling has said that this is like a, a 10 year series. Um, so like there is there's a plan for this to run for 10 years. Um my my only thing about it is like when game of thrones was you know when they were initially the first couple of seasons of game of thrones they were like you know this is going to be quite quite a few years and then you know we got that pile of dog shit that was season eight where like everything happened in 15 minutes they tried to rush it i mean yeah. we can sit and reanalyze game of thrones for about 3 or 4 episodes <laughs> um yes. but i i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens what they do i'm still not sure what what just i hate it when creators authors you know movie makers producers etc show us how awful they truly are <laughs> as a yes. person because yes. then then we have to really like rethink the fandom and i think that's where i am with harry potter i mean you know not not wishing ill on anyone but no. you know it might do the series some good if you know jk rowling buys the farm before it premieres yeah, I, I I wish that they would just buy her off or something and just get her out of the the decision making process. Just just not have her involved at all. Yeah. We just buy the rights from you and then you fuck off into the sunset and please never bother us ever again. Yeah. That'd be nice. They should put like a very broad like gag order on her to where like, you know. For the for this series to go ahead and get greenlit and for you to get paid, you cannot be on social media, period. I would just even take it further. Like, you're not allowed to speak. Just don't talk. <laughs> just fair. take a Absolutely vow of fair. silence and go somewhere with your fucking billions of dollars and leave us alone. Yes. Stop ruining everything for us. The fuck? Mm-mm-mm. what else uh oh the uh the ashoka trailer is is out i i don't know again here's 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 my thought on this um she does a lot to move the storyline in that universe i i love the character i love ashoka i don't love rosario dawson <laughs> But then again, I still watch Avengers movies and I don't like crispy rats. So <sighs> we can't They're... have we can't win them all, Greg. We can't win them all. <laughs> Stupid. That's <laughs> that's not fair. It's not fair. It's not. It's not fair. But listen, I'm a big fan of the universe and I'm going to watch it, even if it's to hate watch it and to criticize it. Maybe maybe I'll I'll get my mouth 
you know, quieted, maybe it'll be good. My issue with it is that, you know, much like you, I don't particularly care for Rosario Dawson. Mm-hmm. Um, not because of her acting more for her politics, but that's that's a whole nother show, whatever. Right. Um, my other thing is that, you know, watching the trailer and then the, the cameos that she has made in other shows as as the character it's it looks like rosario dawson in star wars cosplay yeah but no she was in i'm trying to think what wasn't she in last season's mandalorian that's what we yes okay okay and that's where that's where it initially took me out ah see i like i i liked her and i i liked ahsoka coming in on that i feel like it's yeah I liked the character making yeah. the appearance. I I don't like the way that they've like the the makeup and the costuming. It doesn't it she still looks too much like Rosario Dawson for me. Like with, yeah. with the Mandalorian, we didn't you didn't see Pedro Pascal until like what the second season? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, up until granted, we all knew it was him, but you didn't know it was him. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. I guess it's just I'm I'm nitpicking is what it is. I'm nitpicking. Yeah. Guys, Greg's in a funky mood this week. He's like, fuck everything. Get off my lawn, you annoying kids. <laughs> and, it's, and it's true. And uh, when we get to recommendations, you'll find out why. Oh, um, dear. OK. Now it's making sense. But something something that has put me in in a fantastic mood has has me yet again counting down for the release of an MCU film. The first official trailer of the fucking Marvels is out and it looks fantastic. Uh, it's an MCU film that we fucking deserve. I cannot wait. Oh my God. The the trailer was so good and honestly i can tell right away that miss marvel miss kamala khan is gonna steal this fucking movie she stole every scene she was in she had me cracking up i was like this is her breakout i i cannot wait oh it's so good it reminds me of when in the third Thor film, um, when the series stopped taking itself so seriously yes. and like it got good. This is the vibe that I'm getting. Like it feels lighter than the previous film. Um, granted, Captain Marvel, the original film was, was fucking so fantastic. Um but this this feels lighter it feels more fun if that yes. makes sense yes it does because you have the you know the the youthful just optimism and joy coming from kamala khan like i just love it she's like is this my avengers tryout i mean come <laughs> on yes yes it is girl and you fucking got the part you got it i love it I love it. Can't I can't wait. wait. And and clearly we see that um Secret Invasion is gonna set us up for the Marvels because we see Nick Fury. I oh, oh my god. We called that. We called that. Yes, I, I fucking cannot wait. This is gonna be great. Then I'm so excited for the next phase of the MCU. If if they keep this kind of like, you know, granted the next uh guardians of the galaxy film is is kind of heavy but like yeah. if, they, if they keep things fairly light fairly fun with like the solo films yes then they can do the heavier shit with like the avengers and the crossover moments yes yes Ooh, can't wait can't wait it's gonna be so effing good i love all these new trailers oh did you see the the first teaser posters for the wicked movie 
Yes. And clearly we're going to have to turn the brightness up in the theater because I guess they're (laughs) shooting it just like Game of Thrones. It's dark as fuck. All I could see was like one pink dress and a green face. (laughs) But I can't, I'm here for it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, it, it looks, it looks like they're very much taking the tone of the book, but still staying true to the musical, which, which I like because, you know, for, for those that haven't read the books, uh, the, the Wicked series of books, it's, it's a lot darker than the musical. It's, it's, it's pretty heavy. It's also very political. Um, but so I'm I am excited. It looks like that those are grabs from what will be the trailer. So hopefully we're we're getting that very, very soon. Yes, I'm excited for that. It's gonna be a lot of good stuff to watch coming up. Yeah. Ooh. This is this is our year, Greg. It's <laughs> it's been a good year, and you know. Keeping keeping with that trend of things that we are excited for, uh, Celine Dion has new music coming. And I love that she, you know, we didn't think she, we were going to get new music. Let's be honest. She, she's been going through some things with her health. I hadn't heard any whispers about this. I was watching Good Morning America the other day. I don't even know why, because um, I don't usually watch that. But they were like, oh, my God, Celine Dion is releasing new music. And I said, holy shit. Oh my God, this is great. I love it. So I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to hear it because she's a diva. She is, she is Celine. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. And so I hope she's doing better. Um, So this is a good sign. You know, if she's feeling well enough to, to record music that, that bodes well for her health. So that's, that's good. Yes. I like that. Um, So I mean, hell, while we're talking about music, uh, Rolling Stone has yet again uh, made made a grasp for relevance. You know, clearly they are they are on life support and need all the engagement um, that they can get because they have put out a list of the best songwriters of all time. And Taylor Swift and Lana Del Rey top that list. Listen, I cannot explain to you how offended I am because even if you were going, let's <laughs> let's make that category really small and specific. Best songwriter of, you know, pop singers, um, white pop singers, girls with guitars. I don't know. Even if you were going to narrow it down to that specific of a category they still wouldn't come out on top i'm sorry like they they would not they would not like how could we be forgetting just i i just can't understand like alanis morissette is right there if you're gonna if you're gonna bring it just down to that level of like a white singer songwriter who sings like you know music of the indie pop persuasion uh, it still wouldn't be Taylor Swift. It still wouldn't be Lana Del Rey. Are we fucking kidding me? And to say of all time is even more offensive. I mean, we, <laughs> I, I, can't, I, can't, I cannot even process. Like Mariah Carey's right there. Prince, uh, Stevie fucking Wonder. Are we serious now? Are we, are we really fucking doing this? Are we doing this? Michael Jackson is right Michael there. Jackson. Diane Warren is right uh, there. Yeah. You know, even... Even if we kept it in that category of, you know, white girls with guitars. Yeah. Jewel is right there. Jewel is, right, is there. right there. Sean the- Colvin is right fucking there. Um, Ani DeFranco. Oh, my gosh. Fucking Linda Ronsant, Dolly Parton. Like the l- thousands upon thousands. Yeah. Like we're just going to of- just fuck Stevie Nicks. Fuck Mariah Carey. Hello, Mariah Carey wrote so many <laughs> Her songs. What the fuck, Rolling Stone? Like, Ugh. had it Just, had it been mm. like best songwriters of the last ten years, I would have been like, she still wouldn't. I'm sorry, but no, I no. would have given them a little bit of leeway on it. But 
Uh, no. all time? <laughs> it's, it's offensive. And like Myron goes, what is Alana Del Rey? <laughs> I was like, yeah, babe. Yeah. The is, fuck? is the staff at Rolling Stone all 12-year-old girls? Clearly. Clearly. Because that's the only way that makes sense. Yeah. I I don't understand it. And I'm not, I'm not saying Taylor Swift or Lana Del Rey aren't talented. I'm not saying that. I'm saying no, they are not the best of all time. They are not the best of yesterday. Fair. They're not nice. the best of this time. They're not the best of all time. They're not the best of any time because there are so many other way more talented songwriters out there. Like, hello, we're going to just ignore Candy Burris. She wrote half the songs for fucking insane Britney Spears and Destiny's Child and TLC. Are we fucking kidding me? Are we really playing this game? I mean, Candy Burris, um, Nicki Minaj, Jay-Z, Drake. I mean, like... Jay-Z's right there. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Just you know what you know what we're gonna do, and this this is gonna take a probably not by the time this episode you're listening to airs, um, but by the t- probably by the time the next episode airs, we'll just come up with our top fifty twenty five apiece of the greatest songwriters of all time, and yes. then we will we will put it on the internet, and we will we will let y'all judge us you know as harshly or you know worse than you did um rolling stone for i for mean and you know they won't because our list is going to be actually like good and it will make sense right right oh dios mio so i mean me encojono, me encojono. i was tight <laughs> um so before before we get to the next story um i do just as kind of a kind of a side thing and you uh speaking speaking spanish made me think of it uh Ooh. this past week we got one of the best reviews of this show um the most on point reviews of this show that that we have ever gotten oh um, and the the person who, who reviewed the show said that um the hosts of it like it's like this i don't even know the fucking name of the show um <laughs> said that the hosts of it's like this really know their stuff um and it's a great listen because greg throws out non sequiturs and elian is inexplicably speaking spanish and you're like what the fuck is going on <laughs> and I like that just encapsulates what this show is. Yes. Um, so <laughs> shout out to uh, Elian's fiance Myron uh, for <laughs> for that. And it's in the uh, the last episode of uh, Voice Memos. If you'd like to listen to his his full endorsement of this show, but um, it is clear that Myron knows us best. He does. He does. He knows us well. <laughs> Yep, I just be throwing out the the random Spanish. You know, when the Spanish comes out, you know, I'm like really feeling passionately She's about heated. something. She is heated. <laughs> I am so heated. So fucking heated. I'm still heated about Bad Bunny on the fucking force. Okay. That was from like, I feel like that was a thousand years ago that in like celebrity news. <laughs> <laughs> that was a week ago. Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there.
crazy. Uh, that was in the last episode. Uh, but he was he was at Coachella this weekend. Yes, he was. Coachella. He sure did. The clips that I saw that were fucking fantastic. He was fucking fantastic. Yes, he was. As um, always, a great performer. You know, he did actually address a little bit of the controversy. You know, oh. before he sang the song El Apagón, which for me is my absolute favorite Bad Bunny song. We've talked about it before. And he actually said that was his most proud achievement was making that song. And before he performed it, he, you know, he kind of spoke to the fans. He was saying how no matter what you think you know of a celebrity, you really don't know them. You don't know them. Um, you don't know what they're thinking, what they're going through, and you don't really know what's true and what is made up. And he sort of seemed to address the fact that there's been some controversy. He he did an interview in which he answered a question very in a very weird way. They asked him about colorism in reggaeton, and his response was that. He doesn't think there is because he he hasn't personally um, experienced it. And people got really pissed off about it because, sir, just because you haven't personally experienced something doesn't mean that it's not happening. But then he did also go back and say how he thought that Tego Calderon, who is an Afro-Puerto Rican, um, Black Puerto Rican reggaeton artist, um, how he is like the father of reggaeton and he's the best reggaeton artist of all time and how he does not um, regret writing the song El Apagón, which is really about colonialism um, and gentrification and all that. He said he doesn't regret um, making that song. He's still proud of it. So I think what he was saying is, guys, even though I'm dating a white girl, I still believe that gentrifiers fucking suck and colonizers suck. <laughs> and that's why this is my favorite song, you know. So I'm I'm pleased that he at least addressed it. He addressed the colorism issue a little bit. And then he gave a great performance. So I'm looking at you, Benito. I'm looking at you. You know, we're judging, we're watching, we're judging because we have put so much of our hope and our pride into him as an artist. We really don't want him to let us down. We we just don't want him to let us down. Don't fucking become a sellout. Don't forget what you stand for. You're really a very political artist and and don't forget that. Like don't don't sell out. That's all we want. We don't want you to sell out cuz we're proud of you. So Yes. Yes. Please don't sell out because I don't want to have to stop supporting you by proxy right because if Eliane says that she's through with you i have to be through with you absolutely and it's a whole big thing <laughs> and we don't want to do that we don't want to do it we right. love you bad bunny do the right thing like learn and then he said he said he regrets nothing in his life even his mistakes because you learn from them so too that's beautiful yes and so is he <laughs> yes quite quite <laughs> <laughs> woo woo um so something i thought was really funny <laughs> i'm sorry this is funny to me so cameron is getting sued by diplo because he is using his own picture on merch and i i don't i didn't really understand why diplo was mad diplo was selling merch Cameron put his image on. I don't, I don't know, but I think the whole thing is funny. It's from, from what I understand. And I didn't honestly and truthfully, I just kind of skimmed the article. I didn't actually like go do a deep dive on it. Um, but from what I understand, the picture that Cameron used is a picture of him in Diplo's merch. So, hmm. It's, I don't know, it's an intellectual but, property thing. Right. Um, so it's it's very bizarre. But I thought it was the image from Cameron's like iconic album cover where he's wearing the the pink fur. 
It's, I thought it was that image. So how could how could Diplo have dibs on that if if it was Hamron's album cover many many I many years ago? Think Diplo owns the rights to that artwork. I think is where it. Oh yeah. You know the fuck. I'd be damned if somebody's gonna sue me for using my own fucking picture on something. But it's it is becoming a very common uh common thing. Um Kendall Jenner, I believe, was recently sued by a paparazzi because she posted a paparazzi photo of herself on her own Instagram, and the photographer sued her because she didn't purchase the rights to that photo. That's so jacked up. That's a weird, weird thing. Could you just imagine you can't use your own picture, like your own, like you, your image, it's me. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. And and that that Cameron image is so fucking iconic. I have a t-shirt, okay, that it says, because it was was from the album Killer Cam, right? So my t-shirt says Killer Cam, but it's Cam with a K, and it's Kamala Harris's face on that. Oh, I <laughs> that love that. Album cover. Diplo, don't sue me. <laughs> right. But that's a fire ass shirt as an iconic, iconic image. And I kind of stand Cameron for being like, fuck that. That's my image. I'm going to sell it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. It's bizarre. It's so weird weird monetization of like someone's body faces weird yeah Yeah. that shit is weird as fuck you know what else is weird as fuck well i thought this was interesting so i don't know if you guys have been keeping up the founder creator of cash app was murdered in san francisco so you know he was stabbed to death and like left in the street really gruesome murder and then of course all the white tech bros you know are piling on and talking about how horrible san francisco is and homelessness is such a scourge on the city and a homeless guy killed him and all this crime and oh the blue you know left-leaning cities and all their crime and um yeah it wasn't that at fucking all it was Imagine. a fellow tech entrepreneur who killed him. So there you go. There you fucking go. What about white on white crime? Yeah. Where are the fathers? Where are the fathers? <laughs> so if his everybody. parents were gay, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah, that wouldn't have happened. I bet you they took him to a uh, drag read aloud right. when he was five or something like that. That's, That's right. it. Set him on a path for destruction. Yeah. So... <laughs> I just thought, you know, no, it's not funny that Bob Lee was murdered. That's not funny at all. No, not at all. At all. And I hope that he gets justice. And I'm glad that, you know, that they found their suspect quickly because it was quickly turning into let's pile on the city of San Francisco and homeless people. Yeah. And it started getting really ugly. You know, a lot of like, those weird tech bro celebrities were jumping in, talking their crap. And I just don't think that's fair. And so we're here to report the truth. It was that's right. a fellow tech entrepreneur. But also, hey, Cash App, in, in, in Bob Lee's memory, uh, let's uh, let's ease up on those bank transfer fees. Huh? Right? Right? Just, you know, just tossing an idea out. <laughs> We're so terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, not sorry. (laughs) I want my money instantly and I don't want to have to pay. For real though. To have it sent to my bank. For real though. Let's work on that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So terrible. (laughs) So I'm going to wrap up this week's topics. With a scandal update, which, you know, I just, I live for this. We're in like, what, week 15 of scandal? Dude, it seems like it's been a year. And I mean, we are still weeks away from the, um, from the reunion. 
which was just um, filmed. Um, so in in I Get Revenge news, Ariana, the jilted Ariana continu- continues her revenge tour. She just got a gig for Bloomingdale's. She's modeling for Bloomingdale's. Oh, wow. uh, we previously reported she was off filming a Lifetime movie. And it is reported that she is going to be on the next season of Dancing with the Stars. All good for her. Yes. So talking about, you know, living your best life is the best revenge. She is fucking doing that. And um, yeah, on the other hand, uh, Raquel, that trollop, um, put out a statement that she is seeking mental health treatment and she's checked herself into a mental health treatment facility, which... Okay, great. Um, work on yourself. Figure out why you're such an evil person. Um, ooh, Lala from the show was on Watch What Happens Live with, you know, Andy Cohen, his wonky eye. Cross-eyed <laughs> um, monkey. Cross-eyed monkey. And, that guy. you know, they teased about a scene in the finale that's going to, like, blow us away. And... Apparently, Ariana goes to Raquel to confide in her. And she says, oh, my God, I think Tom is cheating on me. And Raquel is like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. If it's true, I'm going to be here for you. And she was the one that he was cheating on. God. Uh, <laughs> <No>. uh. <laughs> this is at like on another fucking level of just treachery. Holy what shit. a bitch. What a bitch. And apparently it makes the finale like because Lala was like, Andy, you know which conversation I'm talking about. And he was like, oof, yeah, that's that's going to look bad. That that her. is some sociopath behavior. That is sociopathic to, to like console her and be like, I'm going to be here for you. Like, bitch, you're the one doing it to her. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Mess messy mess 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 so you know sit tight listeners because i i'm here for all the scandal updates and i will keep you up to date you so, know yeah i am i am glad to hear that that um the bravo health plan does cover treatment for dumb bitch ass yeah um, yeah so they got some good know. benefits <laughs> yeah right on because that is certified dumb bitch behavior. Like that is O D. Like that's on another level. That's that's crazy. I will be. I will beat a bitch's ass. Okay. Yeah. Like I mean, honestly, Raquel. Like not that. Not that I have been in this situation, but I've heard from people that uh, if if you are fucking your friend's man and they come to you and they say oh, I think XYZ is cheating on me. You're supposed to say, oh, no, that would never happen. Not him or her. You know, it's 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 basic good hoe behavior. Right? You don't, oh, no, I'll, I'll be here for you. Yeah, Thank I'll you. support you through this hard time, bitch. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, just, I cannot. The, the fucking gall. The unmitigated gall. Ooh, like that girl is, she is taking villain of the year. Indeed. Wow. It is now time for a listener question. If you have a question for the hosts, email us at it like this pod, the number one at gmail.com. So we have gotten a another multi-part Ooh. listener question. Y'all love these multi-part questions. Um, yes. And, and I feel like so there is there is like some kind of like listener group chat where they're like, let's come up with questions that will stump them. Because this was the one for this one. week is tough. And the one for next week is is just as tough. Um, so this week comes to us from, uh, 
Cheyenne in Rochester, uh, New York, I assume. That so, is in New uh, York. Sh- hey, what up, hey, girl? New York. Uh, or guy, you, I don't Cheyenne, know, Cheyenne. Guy, gal, non-binary, yeah, guy, gal. Pal. Thank you. Um, what up? Would like to know, and this is a three-part question. Uh, what movie do we think needs a sequel? What movie deserves a reboot? And what movie should never be touched? This was so hard. First of all, because almost every freaking movie has has had either a, re- a reboot or, or a sequel. I'm like, what do I even pick that hasn't already, like they haven't tried to do that? Right. So this for me was difficult. I've been thinking about it the last few days. So I think I'm ready. I think I think I'm I'm I think I'm happy with my answers. So for me, a movie that totally needs a sequel, I would watch the crap out of that sequel. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh, excellent choice. Excellent choice. Because that one, you know, that hasn't been done, hasn't been redone, but would be fucking amazing. Like, wouldn't that be a great, like, series of movies? I I love Jack Skellington and Zero and Sally and Boo. (laughs) So that that would be great. Um, A movie that I would like to see reboot. And... I actually researched this. It did get one of those straight to DVD sequels, but it doesn't count because it was so fucking shitty. I would love to see Mean Girls be reboot, rebooted. Oh, nice. With a more diverse cast for the main four characters. I would I like really, that. really, really love to see Mean Girls set in a different type of place a different school i would like to see mean girls in like a texas town oh and a a latina core four and instead of being like set in the high school like like the movie they are uh beauty pageant contestants going for like <gasps> Miss Teen Texas. Ooh, that would be treacherous. Ooh. Ooh. Very like good the, opportunities for conniving and scheming. Yeah. And like the yes. Kate, Katie Herring character, it's like her first pageant and then the other three have been like t- toddlers and tiaras type shit. Oh my gosh, that would be cool. Yeah. Yes, I need a reboot of Mean Girls. <laughs> not because I don't love the original I do but I feel like it could be done well it could be done right oh absolutely you know yeah um and the movie that I would like for them to never ever ever fucking touch because I thought it was perfection the way it is is a Bronx tale oh nice leave Collegio alone <laughs> don't like that. touch that movie leave it alone it's a classic it doesn't need to be touched. Excellent. Those are those are all fantastic. Those answers. are my three. I love all of those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my movie that I think needs a sequel, um, it will never happen uh, because one of the stars of the film has has since uh, passed on. Um, but my choice was the uh, Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, Super Mario Brothers film. Oh, my gosh. The early 90s. Oh, my gosh. I forgot all about that movie. Yeah, it's it is one of my favorite movies of all time. I have always wanted a a sequel to it. Um, but sadly, that's that's not possible. The ending of the film left it open for a sequel. I feel like it deserved one. Um, but but yeah, so so there's that. Good one. Um, and then what movie I think deserves a reboot? I would really, really like to see a reboot. Um, 
in 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 modern day of uh the elizabeth shoe classic adventures in babysitting oh yes oh my gosh okay also that makes me think we also need a reboot of don't tell mom the babysitter's dead holy <laughs> shit that was my that was my other choice for that you, holy crap yes sorry that. <laughs> that just no, came to no, me. no 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 yes. oh yeah um and then for a a film that I feel like should never be touched is uh, surprise to no one waiting to exhale. It is a perfect film. Oh perfect yeah, film. that should never be touched yeah. ever. Perfect. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yeah. So thank you, thank you again, Cheyenne. Yes, thank you, Cheyenne. But you know what I was thinking about the never be touched. I was also thinking of picking like one of the crappiest movies of all time because you don't want that to be touched either because it's so crap. Like right, like a shitty movie. You don't want them to redo or sequel or anything. But I decided to go with the positive spin on it. <laughs> so in in your opinion, what <laughs> is the shittiest movie of all time? Oh my god, I don't know. There's so many bad ones. There are so many bad ones. Ugh. Okay, can we just please, like, wait. It was that movie that you said last time that was so it's bad. Amelie. Amelie. <laughs> we don't need that. Just it leave is, it alone. Yes, don't yes. touch it ever. Please, I beg you, please leave don't. it where it is. Leave it where it lies. That, thank Christ. you. Thank you. Absolutely agree. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is is open a sentence with it's that one movie that you said was bad. It's Amelie. It's Amelie every time. <laughs> or Dancer in the Dark, but like only God. me and like 15 other people have seen. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that was fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, listener, for that extremely hard question, but very fun to answer. So thank you, Cheyenne, again. Yes. Um, and now, now it's time for my favorite part of the show. It's BuzzFeed Quiz Time. Woo-woo. BuzzFeed Quiz Time. And today we took the quiz, Design Your Dream House, and I'll give you an 80s rom-com movie to watch once you settle in. I took this twice. Yes. I got the same result both times. So, so I'm wondering if this is one of those. There's only one. <laughs> There's only one answer, BuzzFeed. I don't know. But um, I got The Breakfast Club. You are an amazing friend and family member. You are great at communicating and making people laugh in the most sour of moments. You enjoy seeing people smile and most definitely are a people pleaser. You enjoy being alone and you are perfectly content when doing it. Nah, I don't know that that totally sounds like me. Yeah. Is The Breakfast Club a rom-com though? I mean, there are some couplings, but I don't know that I would qualify that as a as, as a true rom-com because that wasn't the point of it yeah so i don't know i took it twice and i tried different answers both times and i got i got that twice so mm. i'm not sure what happened there hmm. what you get there is only one answer to that fucking quiz stop did you get breakfast club also both times both, both times, times. <laughs> Okay, I'd like to speak to the author of this quiz because you have bamboozled us. What the hell? So we're going to post this on the socials and let you guys take it. <laughs> Seriously, let us know if you get something different. Yeah. Um, and also let us know, is Breakfast Club a rom-com? Because I say no. I think we're going to have to put a poll up for that. I yeah. say no. I don't think it is a true rom-com, but I guess there are some love interest threads in there i don't know i don't think it is though i mm -mm. i think this must be a breakfast club like super fan that made this quiz and just is tro trolling us it's gotta be <laughs> the fuck yeah <laughs>
So you guys let us know. Let us know what what comes out when when you take the quiz. Yeah. Mm-hmm-mm. So on to recommendations. And I'm going to go first because I have a feeling you have a very special anti maybe. <laughs> you are absolutely correct. Okay. So I started watching this show <clears throat> and I was at first I was like, what the fuck? is happening what am i watching what is happening here where is this going and then when it went there i said holy shit i i thoroughly enjoyed it it is swarm on prime fucking great 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 show and it just listen i'm telling you hang in there because the end just leaves you speechless I was speechless. I adored all of the guest stars, the, you know, the special, you know, like little cameos. Paris Jackson was fucking hilarious in it. Um, I, uh, did you see Cree Summer was in it? Yeah. I was like, is that Cree? Oh my God. Such a good, good, good show. Incredible. Super unique. So fucking free. It's so Donald Glover. It is so fucking Donald Glover. But I, I highly, highly recommend it. As do, as do I. As yeah. do I. Very um, good. We are we are very pro swarm on this show. Yeah. And I'm not even going to tell you guys what it's about because if I even try to give you a summary, it's going to ruin it for you. So just fucking watch it. Trust me. It is so good. So, um... My anti is is a film. Um, it is a film that I was not going to go and and pay to see. Um, but I oh, I know. I have I have a feeling I know. <laughs> uh, there are there are people that uh, I I respect very much who were who were raving about this film. Um, so I said, you know what, fuck it, I'll go, I'll go check it out. Um um so so i went to i went to go see it and it is there are there are there are too many ideas uh there's there's too much happening the it's just it's it's all over the map and it is the super mario movie oh not what i thought you were gonna say but i am not surprised it didn't look like it was gonna be good jack black as bowser Mm-hmm. is spot on it's perfect it's fantastic mm-hmm. uh Anna Diarmas as Princess Peach is she's great uh Crispy Rat is in the film <laughs> there's just it's like somebody was watching their child play through Super Mario Brothers and as they were writing the script they said put that in put that in put that in put that in it's, oh no it's just there there's too much and they tried to pull so much from all the different games and it just it should have gone to streaming like it's Ooh. it would have been a netflix smash hit um it, it was overworked and so i mean my recommendation to you is that you wait until it comes out on streaming oh lord of mercy i all i could say is i can't wait for the next new round of films because right now the theater is dry as fuck it really shit out is. there is like it's shit I, out there i miss award season because like everybody was putting their shit out mm-hmm. and now that award season is over yeah. like it's just bread a lull bread a lull until the summer blockbuster season yeah and then well hopefully we'll have Lots of good things to watch then. Because right now... Mm, mm. I'm spending money on shit right now. Uh. <laughs> That's why I'm over here just trying to watch trashy reality TV. Because that never lets me down. Yes. And that content just keeps on coming. So, yeah. yeah, It's a good, good episode. Of, hey, we got everything in. We got right. all of those stories in. We were concise today. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Oh. Oh, mm. there is something I would like to add to this episode. Ooh. Um, because it is it is something that that I have realized. Um, so I 
have been rewatching Living Single while while I've been at work. Ooh, good one. And it is so far from what I can tell the only sitcom from the 90s that I mean really the only piece of media from the 90s that still like it holds up like the jokes are still funny and relevant they're not problematic no like it's aged well yes so shout out to the writers of living single for that like the perfect sitcom it's perfection no notes (laughs) exactly no notes well thank you for being here with us for another exciting week of salacious celebrity gossip. Yes. And please join us again next week. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Rate us. Unless you're going to rate us poorly, then don't fucking do anything at all. Please and thank you. Right. Um, Send us those listener questions that we love to answer. And we will see you again next week. And so until then, I've been buffering, 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 waiting for this fucking Love is Blind live finale or reunion that's clearly not going to happen. By the time we record the following week's episode, I think I'm still going to be sitting here in front of this screen. (laughs) Buffering. And until next time, I have been reactivating my membership in the Bumper Robinson fan club because (laughs) that man was fine then and he is fine now. Here, here. (laughs) See y'all next time. Bye, Bye. This has been a Rod Wharton production. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.